If you have a green thumb or have always wanted one, then get ready for Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery, hosted by Ken Anderson, along with David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. Garden Talk aims to introduce new ideas, help solve problems, and keep you up to date on the latest developments in the nursery and landscaping industry. Call in now with your gardening questions, 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. Now, here are your Garden Talk hosts, Ken, David, Mark, and George. Good morning, San Diego. You're listening to Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ. I am Ken Anderson along with David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. We're going to be here for the next hour talking to you about all kinds of stuff going on in your yard and garden. Good morning, guys. Morning. How's everyone? Good. Doing well. Doing well. Welcome back, Mark. Well, thank you very much. Good morning, gents. Um, Everybody had a nice holiday, I take it? I did. You? Yeah. Quiet. Was yeah, I low quiet. key, low yes. key and quiet, but yes. yeah, it was very nice. Have you finished all the leftovers in the fridge? We didn't have that many. Uh, well, We're, if you celebrate Thanksgiving on Thanksgiving, you should have either finished them all or disposed of them, or froze them, or well, put them in. Then your, they wouldn't be in the fridge; they'd be in the freezer. Put them in your recycle bin. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, we had that. Dis- we we did uh, Thanksgiving on Sunday at my dad's house, mm-hmm. and that discussion did come up at the end of the day at the end of the day yes yeah uh let's see a little chilly out there this morning well it was was 50 when i pulled into the parking lot here although it felt colder than that um how much colder than 50 did it feel ken well i don't know but it felt colder (laughs) than 50 i agree Uh, with ken i was chilly this morning while we were waiting to get in yeah it was cold well i'm gonna go back then to we are soft. We are too soft. <laughs> I agreed. I agreed. And you're going to hate this week because it's supposed to get even cooler as the week progresses. More fires in the fireplace. And we're expecting... <laughs> I still haven't gotten the smoke smell out of the house. <laughs> <laughs> then, you, then you're doing it wrong. Yeah. <laughs> or did you light a fire with the flu clothes? Yeah. No, it's, <laughs> it's open and sometimes the smoke goes out. <laughs> Um, I think well, most often no, it's, it's the, the, door, that's the preferred the, method, by the way. What is? The, the, the smoke to go out the out flu. The yeah. 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 Um, I might need some remedial instruction on that. Mm-hmm. My, uh, my former in-laws had a cabin, a cabin up in Idlewild. I know just what it smells like. <laughs> <laughs> and had a big, big stone fireplace that was not very well engineered, and you had to make sure that you had a certain combination of windows had to be opened so that the draft would go otherwise it 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 wouldn't it wouldn't fill up with smoke but you could definitely smell the smoke i think that might have been part of the problem and i think the other thing is if there's any breeze whatsoever Mm -hmm. it changes the the direction the dynamics now i remember why i haven't hadn't had a lit a fire for a year. Make, make sure you got a good battery in your your smoke detector, or actually, you need a carbon monoxide detector exactly. is what you is what you need. Oh, let's see. We we are uh, both stores are dark on classes until January at this point. Correct. Correct. So, although January's not, not that, that far, far away. <laughs> 
it's almost less than a month away, isn't it? it, it, it not just it, almost, it, but yeah, yes. Yeah, definitely less than a month away. Um, tonight is the second night of December nights in Balboa Park, and we once again are back um, with a very nice display at the Casa del Prado. I concur. So, and I got a text from a friend of mine who was down there yesterday who said it was very nice in, in room 101 and very crowded. They had a good turnout last night. Yeah, I, I heard they were expecting upwards of three hundred thousand people. Oh my in two god! Days. Wow. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's why I won't be there. Yeah, I'm. I'm, I'm not. Gonna I mean, except it. for all the people, it would be lovely. It'd be wonderful. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That's way too many people. Um, so on that's going that, on. T- on that we agree. <laughs> yeah, I, th- and I think that goes till eleven o'clock at night. Oh wow! Is it, that later it, than it used to be? I don't, I don't, yeah. I, I, it's good, been, good it's point. been, it's been good two, point. it's been two years since they've done it, I think, so, or did, or did they, last year, was it a drive-thru? It was a drive-thru, I think. Yeah, okay. I, I can't keep, can't keep track of it all. And then, this week, um, Jungle Bells opens at the San Diego Zoo, so their, their lighted evening extravaganza is going to be going on, so, um, Melanie and I got invited to that, so I think we're I think we're doing that on Wednesday night. So we'll see what that see what that is all about. And I'm still I'm still waiting for uh, Monday's rain. Last Monday's? Yeah. Yeah, we're expecting it this Monday. Is is it? They just got their Mondays mixed they, up. They, they got the, they got they got the day mixed up. It kind the of day? the week. Yeah. It kind of depends. We had a cool week. You we could, did. We kind of could feel the waves going through. And we're expecting the next one tonight into, t- no, tomorrow night into Monday. And we may get a trace of rain out of it. Pretty exciting stuff. But the real cold core is coming through Tuesday into Wednesday, where we might get less than a tenth of an inch of rain. But certainly we're having winter or fall, no, not fall weather. We're winter-esque. having winter weather, which yeah. is kind of nice for a change, it's, not Santa Ana's. It's, yeah, it's been... It's been chilly. Not too much rain for us, but they're they're getting a ton of rain and snow up in the Sierras, which is good for us. That's what we need. That, yeah. that, that's where we need it. So right. So hopefully that'll that will continue Ken, on. Ken, confirmation for you: it is till eleven p.m. tonight. Okay. Well, I'm, for December nights. It does, doesn't matter, but I'm because I'm yeah. still not going to be there. But uh, well, for the list, for the seventeen yeah. people listening. Yeah. Oh, I I talked to another person this last week. Eighteen people listening. Thank you. Okay. Uh, Christmas trees are in full swing right now. Um, we uh, had to bring one back yesterday because it was too big for the house. That I've seen that happen. I, yes, every year. I delivered a. This was a long time ago. We delivered a an enormous Christmas tree to a house in La Jolla, and the guy, the the customer had come in and, and picked the tree out themselves. But without so their tape measure, we, apparently. So, so we get we get the we get there, we get to the house and it's double doors in the entryway, but they can't get the owner can't get the pins on the on the lazy door open, so he couldn't get the he couldn't get the front door open, and the stand was too big to get through the single door. <laughs> so he said, "Well, you can take it down. We could go down the we could go down the backyard and do it that way." And he takes us over to the side yard, and there's like three switchbacks of stairs down to the back. I, I said, no, <laughs> we're, no, we're not going to do that. So I went back and I managed to get the front door open and we take the tree into the house and it's a nice big house, 
white white vaulted ceiling. And he said, just <laughs> just put it over there and the just set it up over there in the corner. And so we set the base down like like right here. And he said, yeah, that's perfect. That's perfect. And we push the tree up. And it goes up and it hits the ceiling, and puts this huge green stripe down the <laughs> down the guy's ceiling. And it and it was it was the top, probably the top two feet of the tree were bent over <laughs> against the ceiling, and he's just standing there looking at it. And he goes, "Oh yeah, because I I probably should have measured that better." <laughs> this this customer said, "I I came from a bigger house with <laughs> bigger ceilings." <laughs> Uh, oh, the fun stuff that goes on it. Yeah, Christmas stories, yeah. yes. And I was telling somebody the other day about, thank God we don't do it anymore, the um, Poway Performing Arts Trees. Were, we, we were very lucky with that. <laughs> lucky nobody got killed. Yeah. Yeah. They, we, they would do a 22- to 24-foot tree. and We're not equipped to do a 22- to 24-foot tree. It was it, – we did it. We did it we for did several it. years, um, but man, what a what a nightmare that sure, was! Yeah. We had yeah. to carry the thing on a car trailer, and even on the car trailer, it was hanging off, hanging and off the back. We had three or four people, and the city of Poway had three or four people. Um, Just carrying it was it a in. it was a wonderful experience. It was a mm-hmm. beautiful tree, but we were very lucky that nobody got hurt doing that. Yeah, because it, it, the hard part is standing it up. I'd imagine so, yeah. yeah. You had to make the, the push sticks to get the extra <laughs> leverage on it and uh, oh, it was a it was a it was a mess. Uh, my friend Kevin who used to own a nursery up in Santa Lena um, was telling me one time that Francis Ford Coppola wanted a big Christmas tree in his front yard, like as I think it was a, a sixty or eighty foot Christmas tree. And so what what's in had, the in the neighborhood of the Rockefeller Center trees. Yeah. So, so what they what they ended up doing is they hired a well company to come out and and bore a hole in his front yard and put a well casing put well casing into it. Then when they got the tree, they cut all the lower branches, like ten feet of the base, they cut all the branches off of it, got a crane and picked it up and just dropped it into the well casing. But he said that was always that was always fun trying to do I, that. I believe that to be a different amount of discretionary income than I would be yeah. <laughs> having anytime soon. Yeah, and then he said, then he said after Christmas they come and pull the tree, they'd come and pull the tree out with a with a crane, chop it up and haul it away, and then they'd put a manhole cover over the over the well until next year. Yeah. Isn't isn't that how Jed Clampett made his millions? Yeah. No, Digging a hole and he was shooting at some food. Oh, he that's was, right. Well, it's yeah. similar. And out up out. Oh man! Hey, Ken, go back to jung- Jungle Bells. When did you yeah. say that opens? Because the I, th- ninth? I think we're going Wednesday. Okay, all right. Yeah. Which I think is I think that's a pre- I, think it, I think that's like a members. Okay, right. Members yeah, it, it opens on the ninth. On the ninth. And we we typically go every year, so it's just. I don't think I've been to the one at the zoo. It's it's nice. We've had a, a good time there. They have a show. I think it's called Aurora or something. I think they've been doing the same show each year down at the bottom of the canyon there. Oh, if I, if I walk down there, then maybe I'll take a take a look <laughs> at that. Um, but the the wild animal park used to do a festival a, of lights, a or festival something. of lights, or something. They're like doing that. something as well. It closes. Uh, it goes till eight p.m. Um, I'm sorry. What what, what location? Oh, what I think you meant the safari park. Oh, so, okay. Yes. Yeah, I wasn't familiar with that other one. They used to do. They they used to bring in the artificial snow too. 
They did. They down that one little corner where the kids hang out. They would cover it with. You can go sledding down snow. into the horse manure. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly. That's it's exactly rhinoceros what it manure. Um, that's better. So anyway, uh, Christmas trees are in. Uh, going and going they out look, quickly. They're, they're nice trees. They had a good season in the Pacific Northwest this year. Yes, they did. And I don't think the price went up too much. Not too much. Not too much. Uh, All things considered, yeah. the cost of everything going up, and then the transportation costs too. So I, we and we got when they lucky. were projecting transportation costs, they have to arrange this in June or July. Yeah, and things were crazy. Er, back in June or July than they are now. But I had a customer come in yesterday and ask if our trees came from Oregon, and I was a little offended by that. <laughs> Because our trees come from Washington. They used to come, we used to get trees from Morgan. That was a long time ago. These trees come from Mossy Rock, which is where trees should come from. No, they are. We've been with we've been with this supplier for a long time. Long time. Since, over since, over over twenty years. Yeah, since before Poway opened. Yeah, yeah, and they consistently produce family th- farm. Th- some yep. of the best some of the best Christmas trees that that I've ever seen, and. <laughs> and ordering them and having them shipped to us is a godsend compared to the way that we used going to do it. Going and loading them in Del Mar. And Del Mar. And then prior to Del Mar, used to go have to go down to uh, the rail yards down where the where the trolley station is, uh-huh. where, where the trolley center is. That that was all freight yards. We'd have to go down there and pull and the, and pull the trees out of out of box cars. And I remember being down there and, and yanking trees out, and the, and the snow packed in them. And I am so glad the trees come on Mondays now. It works out really well <laughs> for me. It works schedule. out perfect for you. <laughs> yes. If you'd like to give us a call today, 888-344-1170 is the number you're listening to Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ. We'll be back with more right after this. Get your gardening questions answered by calling 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. There is more Garden Talk on the way. Welcome back to Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery. Got a gardening question? Call 888-344-1170. 888-344-1170. Now, here's your hosts, Ken Anderson, David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. And we're back with more Garden Talk. I'm Ken Anderson, along with David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. Uh, one of the one of the living Christmas trees that I saw that we had out in front of the Poway store is the single. I think we made a mention before the single pinion. needle pine. The pinion. The, yeah. Yep. And after if after I want your pinion, I'll ask you for it. And after Christmas, you can plant it in your yard, and in fifteen years, you can 
have probably the most expensive pine nuts that you will ever uh, you will ever eat. That, well, it's it's pretty water wise once established, so it's not going to be that expensive a pine nut, other than time. Time. It's time. Although I've heard I've heard harvesting pine nuts is. I made pesto a, once from a, a from my Italian stone pine, and it mm-hmm. took forever to get all those little nuts out of the. Yeah, it was and, tedious. And the, and the pinion pines, I guess the 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 cones are are really sappy too. So well, I think they all are. Yeah. So. Are you suggesting that time is not money anymore? T- time is money, sir. Well, in fifteen years, would be a lot of time. Um, actually, I was thinking about this yesterday, Ken. You were talking about planting up a star pine. Mm-hmm. Maybe we should take a blue spruce or something and plant it up at the corner, just inside the where the banner is. And then we could decorate that every year. Under the Tipuana? Yes. It's not going to get very big. Yes, <laughs> correct. Then you don't need as large a ladder to decorate no, it. No, but not a uh, star pine, but one of the blue spruce yeah. or something. Yeah. Yeah. yeah anyway, could do that. For, consider, for your consideration. They used to, I don't, I don't think it's there anymore, but when they had the conifer forest at the safari park, they had a beautiful absolutely beautiful colorado blue spruce up there and it it had to have been 30 feet tall some 30 to 40 feet yeah, it's it over by the uh, where there. now the australian exhibit is in yeah, that section in yeah that, it was gorgeous. Still there? i don't think so but it was yeah. gorgeous no that was that was really pretty that that was, the conifer forest was actually my favorite part of the park they had it a was, nice it, creek coming down the yeah. side yeah it was lovely i, I, I really you, enjoyed that you walk through there and it, it smelled like you were in in the mountains yep you, you could it was back to my living room again it, <laughs> it was a, it was actually it was actually quite nice uh, if you're looking for christmas gifts uh, for people this this season uh, we have a good selection of christmas cactus in stock right now various sizes and amaryllis are in stock too they're looking good and they're starting to sprout out their their bloom spikes are coming up and some of them are already in gift boxes Right. So ready to ready the, uh, to ready to give to somebody. The Christmas cactus look great. We have the pinks and reds and whites, and I know the ones that we have at home are just blooming like crazy right now that we've had for years. Then wouldn't those be Thanksgiving cactus? No, they just started blooming. Oh, okay. okay. Yesterday morning, not not last Wednesday in any way, shape, or form okay. that I remember looking. I at. should have looked it up before we come over because there there's Christmas cactus. And Easter cactus. Easter, yes. there's, there's three different cactus. You and I did this once. We, did, we, we looked at yeah. and, and it's the the differences between the the blades is so subtle that it's difficult for me to discern yeah, them. They, and yeah, the fla- and the flowers look almost right. identical. Yeah, right. So it's it, not just forcing and timing. Mm-hmm. There are different. There, there's, 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 there's for real. There's three. There's three, real. three different ones. Ken and I had a piece of paper and we were trying to figure out the the leaf shape to determine the differences. Yeah, it's it, it's three different ones. And I thought I was on the nerdy side. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, was like, I didn't realize that there were 27 varieties of cyclamen either. Uh, you know what I Every thought you were going to say? Like there's a new cyclamen, yes. And they, they're fragrant, but I thought you were going to say 27 different varieties of sphinx moths. Well, there's that, too. That yes, that's too. what I thought you were. Oh, you know, for, this, for the second time in two years, I have a, I have a bunch of... Um, Epiphyllum oxypetalums in the backyard. For the second time, I've had one set fruit. Actual okay. fruit? Actual fruit, yeah. Is that the big, what does the fruit look like on that? It doesn't look like a dragon fruit. It just looks like a big, just looks like a big blob of a seed pod, but it's really, it's, it's, uh, 
a really bright magenta color. I'll have to, I'll have to take I'll take a picture of it and we can we can post it because I've never until last year I had never seen that before, and then this year it happened again. So there is it edible? I I don't I know. So it may it may be it may be. What I've color flower on that one? White. White. It, it's white. Um, but they they're but they're nocturnal blooming. Oh yeah. 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 And they're and they have a they have a really strong fragrance to them. George, is it edible? Don't know yet. Oh no, We're your waiting. answer. I, I was waiting for your standard answer. Oh, everything's edible. Once. Once. Okay. <laughs> okay, yeah. Like there we teed go. teed it up for you. You did. That was a softball pitch, and I... Uh, you just whiffed uh, it. We had a... When I was, when I was a kid uh, in elementary school, we had a... My grandfather had a giant uh, epiphyllum oxypetalum at the, at the nursery, and I remember my he and my dad dragging me down there in the middle of the night to to, to see it in bloom where are we going where are we going no i don't remember being that excited about yeah. it but I, I distinctly remember going down and, and seeing it bloom the, the flowers are spectacular is it oxypetalum that we have in between the rail cars in the back that's just sitting in a container back there that Probably. upright one yeah i think so wavy leaf flat wave yes yeah okay yeah any common names for those night blooming cirrus is one of them Dutchman's pipe cactus, princess of the night, or queen of the night? Oh, are there some common names, George? Yes, there are. What are they? Queen of the night, princess of the night, and Dutchman's pipe cactus. I wonder where that. Well, it does. The flower does come down and it hangs down, but it, it loops back up again. So that's probably where the Dutchman's pipe. We we uh, got in some comes from fishbone cactus with some spectacular flowers on it, and I looked up the pictures because they weren't blooming, but I looked up the pictures and they're incredible. So I bought one, brought it home, have kept it alive so far, but I haven't seen any flowers, and I've had it almost a year now. Patience. I've, I've had I've had fishbone cactus before too, and I I don't ever remember the getting them to being... getting them to bloom ever. Thanks. So, <laughs> so you got that going for you. You need to go up to the back to the safari park because they have that whole epiphyllum section up near the uh, the Condor Ridge. They have a whole bunch of hanging. Yeah, it's up by the bonsai. Yeah. But on the opposite the side now. Yeah, yeah, on the okay. Which actually, the the bonsai exhibit up there is, is they they put a lot of work into that. That's really nice. I gave it's it a, Grove Power planting tablets. I water it. Are we to back to the? Are we back to he's the? Back. He's back. to the fishbone cactus. Moping. He's moping. I am moping because the flowers were spectacular. I mean, maybe it, looking maybe, in the picture I do saw. You, do you have it in the shade? Filtered sun. Yes. Maybe it needs more sun. A touch more, not too much. Not. Um, are you, you misting know? it? Because at the at the wild animal park they missed them, or the safari park rather. They water them and then mist them as well. well that's going to be a little. Yeah. Yeah. That ain't going to happen. Yeah. We, maybe it needs just a just enough sun before it burns well i was thinking it's been less than a year and i was just going to be patient like george said and now you guys are making me feel bad like it's never going to bloom and we're trying to give you ideas to help you perhaps promote it to bloom more quickly okay uh (laughs) patience thank you mark young grasshopper oh you we support her and um poinsettias are in full swing too we've got a ton of poinsettias <laughs> in the power um 
that was interesting. A ton is only 2,000 pounds. I think there's more than that. Yeah, that was interesting on Thursday. But we got the aisles opened up so people could get back to the cash registers. Yeah. You know, no big deal. Well, that was that was a that was a good call. Was it yesterday when they were tagging? Or no, thir- it was Thursday. Thursday when they when they were tagging, the we unloaded this huge truckload of poinsettias out on the apron in front of the store, which is no big deal. But they decided they were going to price them all in front out of there. the store. Yeah. So they started unsleeving them. Oh, and when so, the, in the sleeves, you can move five the, at a time you, you, per hand. Yeah, you can move ten at a time when they're sleeved. You can it's move two. Exactly. <laughs> you can move two when they're they're unsleeved. But we 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 caught that and and yeah. But we weren't specific it. enough, so they brought them in and started doing it right in front of the register, so you oh. couldn't get to the register. Yeah. But they're out and they're displayed yeah. beautifully. And we put in a we brought in one of the bedding racks. I don't know if you noticed that yesterday. One of the uh, block and wire bedding racks from the back over by the library to oh, put some no, on because there's a lot of poinsettias in the store yeah they, they're they look good this year the one the um ones that we got from flora bundle look spectacular you, you know do you know what i did this week no i bought one you bought i didn't wait until of, christmas you, eve and you bought one of dana's uh no it's actually one of widener's no oh. but it's the the white and red speckle i really like that poinsettia yeah, are you are you keeping it for the holidays, or do you plan on planting it and, and cultivating no, I it? Brought it in and put it in a bright, filtered window in my house because it looked too good to not get. We got some really nice but, little teeny ones in too. Yes, the, the, the little are they two and a half inch, or more or less, more or less. Yeah, they're really nice little, nice little ones with a, assorted, assorted colors. There's everything from that tiny little one up to the big. Um, Huge. Bo- bouquet, I think they're called. Big the enormous tub, ones. The big tub. patio yeah, tub. Yeah. That's what they're called. Thanks, Marky. Um, yes, the patio tubs. And there's everything in between. Now, I gave you, I think last year, some cuttings from one of the double flower. Yeah. <laughs> how, how are those doing? Because those are spectacular when they bloom and flower and, and get the bracts, the red Hello? bracts. Hello, what? <laughs> Is this thing on? Yeah. Were you talking to me? <laughs> I, I was. I don't have any of those uh, growing. You, you must have misplaced them. And f- <laughs> well, I brought home a, when when Dana, <laughs> Dana grew a few um, flaming spheres a few years ago, and I brought I brought at least one home. and No? No can do? Did not make it. Mm. But I think, I, I, think the soil, I think my soil was too heavy. I put it in the ground. There Sorry. is a leftover poinsettia that I took to my parents' house. This will be its third Christmas at their house. And it comes back and blooms every year. It has had spider mite problems. I don't know if you've... I, I'd never noticed that before, except for in this little corner of their patio. Um, and I have to spray it every year for spider mites. I don't think I've ever noticed that. On, it on it destroyed. Before. It was coming out beautifully the two years ago. And so this is its fourth Christmas. And all of a sudden, it just discolored. It turned this mottled grayish, whitish color. The It was a bicolor, a red and white one, two different plants in there. And it destroyed it all within just a few weeks. Wow. And I was going to spray it manana, and I waited a little but too long. But not that manana, the one <laughs> after that one. That bio-advanced insect mite and disease. Is what it, I had to use on it. it that, that stuff works pretty good. That's usually my, go, usually go my to. go-to. Yeah. 
um, for stuff that's really out of hand. My neighbor around the corner from me has got a huge um, Erythrina coralloides. Man, you talk about a a spider mite magnet. That tree's probably 20 feet in diameter, and it is always covered in spider mites. Always. So... I've never seen, never seen it without it. You think it'd be a good idea to take it out of its original pot and transplant it, or just give it new soil after four years? The the, the erythrina is probably it. pretty I big. I don't know. Yeah, well, you get that crane that Francis Ford Coppola uses <laughs> yeah. every year. Probably wouldn't hurt. If you want to give us a call today, eight 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 three four four eleven seventy is the number you're listening to Garden Talk. We're going to be back with more right after this. Get your gardening questions answered by calling 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. There is more Garden Talk on the way. Welcome back to Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery. Got a gardening question? Call 888-344-1170. 888-344-1170. Now, here's your hosts, Ken Anderson, David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. And we're back. With more garden talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ. Does that picture from the light show at the Botanic Garden look a little bit like a night blooming cereus? Close a enough, li- close a enough to tie it or no? A little. All right, um, then I won't mention it. A little. But that's in our newsletter. <laughs> you, you did. No, no, I did. I'm not going to. <laughs> okay. We'll talk about it in the break. Yeah. The picture that he's referring to is one of the, I think they called it, I think they called that the water, water lily. Um, but that was a uh, lightscape show that's at the San Diego Botanical Garden right now, which is which is a very interesting. It's it's more of an art it's more of an art exhibition than it is a holiday light exhibition. Right, with a couple of exceptions, there, maybe with yes, with a couple yes, of agreed. exceptions. But uh, very interesting show. Um, well, you know, one last thing about poinsettias. You know what I really miss. Um, and unfortunately, I only, we only got to do it one time, and it would, and just before they sold everything off was the open houses the, oh, the, at, the, at, at, at Ecky Ranch, yeah. and where they would bring out all the stuff that they were working on, stuff that was that was in the per, in, that was in the production pipeline but had not been released yet, and they had one whole greenhouse just full of huge blocks of just absolutely perfect poinsettias. It was. It was really neat. I'm I'm glad I glad I got to see that at least one time before they divested themselves of everything. Um, some of the pest problems. We, well, we were talking about mites, so that's some of the other pest problems that are popping up. Um, and we were ta- we were talking about erythrinas. There's an erythrina borer that has been getting into. Coral trees. When it comes to boars, they're not talking about just us anymore. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, and I think that I, 
I told you, I think that some of those ones that are in the city of Poway property that's up at the corner of Community Road and Scripps Poway Parkway have that in it. Because I went, I, I didn't even know why I was up there, but a few years ago I went up and I cut one of the branches off because it wasn't looking good, brought it back and started digging into it. And sure enough, there was some, there was a larva inside the branch. And you were doing that as a safety precaution to prevent pedestrians from being injured by falling branches is why you were trimming trees in the public area. Is that correct, sir? That could be. Yes. Yeah. That was Just very good. Purely for diagnostic purposes. And right. safety. And public s- safety. Yeah. Public safety. Yes. So, yeah. So, But you did some research on that, and you couldn't really find any recommended controls for it. That is what they say. They. But most they, of that information is from... 2016 or something. February 2016 from Pest News from the University of California. Yeah, but you know, Peshawar. I'm going to say that once a year tree systemic has to help. I would think it would because the coral trees or erythrinus are so pithy anyway. They they don't they don't really create hard wood. So I would think that that would just permeate the the entire. They, the they do speak tree. of it in, in the pest notes from University of California. They talk about getting out and cleaning up all of the debris that falls because the um, they insect, they pupate in the, in the leaf litter. So you want to get that out of there. And, they, and there are some they suggest, but they say they don't know if it works yet. Florida has had a bigger infestation, but they use um, like pyrethrins all the diff- or pyrethroids, hmm. spraying that, and that might help. Interesting. Yeah, very interesting. I'm going tree and shrub. That's once a year systemic. Mark's joining me. Do I have a second or a third? Well, he is a second. Do I, I have a third? I would. So those are that's a made a culprit. Yes, sir. Yeah. Um, if you haven't if you haven't started dormant spraying your fruit trees, and your deciduous fruit trees and your roses, n- now is probably not a bad time to to get on it because uh, you want to you definitely want to do it before it starts to warm up again. And if they still have foliage on them, don't worry about it, because after you spray them, they're probably not going to have foliage on them anymore. You know, speaking of, I think we've had good winter chill this year. We've had a cool fall. It, I think I think uh, chill hours are accumulating. That was one of the things that um, that George wanted to touch base on. Well, it was our it's Wednesday chilling. wisdom was just chill hours. But we, we've talked about it in the past when you're purchasing your fruit trees as we get closer to bare root season, real bare, bare root season, to make sure that you select trees that will perform well in your area, that you get enough chill for that. But then Tom Spellman said that it's really just kind of a guideline. A it, little it bit is. It's a guideline, yeah. really. Yeah, not, not, not a... Not a hard and fast rule. Well, more so for <coughs> apples. You know, the, the joke that we, we, you know, apples, if it says it's a 500-hour apple and you get 400, they're going to give you apples. If it's a 400 apricot and you get 398, it says, well, nice try. Maybe yeah. next year, <laughs> you know. So. That is, that is true. Then I had a customer come in uh, the other day, and she was talking about uh, a pixie peach, I think. Isn't it a, is it a pixie That's peach a or a dwarf? pixie... There is a Z. Pick Z, yeah. Um, And she said it it flowers every year, but she gets no fruit on it. So that's very sad. It is sad (laughs) uh, because it sounds like she's doing everything right. Um, So I, I told her I thought it was probably a lack a lack of pollinate pollinators in her yard. But then you had mentioned that 
chill factor comes into well, but can, there, can yeah, come there are into some play. studies that say chill can come into play as far as actually getting the fruit. But the other thing that we discussed with her was we didn't know if she actually received any of the fruit actually formed and it was dropping. Yeah, that was right, the which may yeah, have happened too. Which, yeah, so which be cognizant of that. That's what happened to my uh, Washington Navel. It says four hundred hours or less. Yeah, on yeah, Big Z. yeah. So it was. It, it wasn't. It, di- it didn't seem to be a chill issue, and like she said, it's covered with flowers, so just like my Washington navel wasn't set a ton of fruit. And but without that water, yeah, yeah, they, fruit doesn't stay on the tree when you don't water the tree. So part of David will be paid by Ken this week. <laughs> to, uh, looking at the uh, the massive chart for chill for for San Diego using the uh, University of California's chill accumulators. The Miramar station has 42 hours right now, and Escondido has 98, and that's accumulated that's hours below 45 from 1 November to the 28th or 29th of February. So 98 in Escondido and 42. I thought we had more. It's, who were we talking to? Weren't we talking to a customer that was tracking that and was already into the hundreds? Where did they live? In a refrigerator? <laughs> Apparently so. Okay. Um. We still have a few onion starts left if you haven't put in your uh, put in your onions in onions yet. And there is some well, let's just rehash onions for a moment, shall we? Short, sure. Go long, ahead. medium. Go ahead. We do still have quite a few of the short day onion starts and we are a short day onion area locale. Yes. And then we have the onion sets which are not those are most of those are intermediate to long day but they are very good for green onions and Um, you will get some bulbs they're just usually not as large as you would expect in your onions and then we have the starts um the six packs out there of many short day varieties and they're very easy to divide out and make uh, a row of of onions from each of the cells of a six pack one of those six packs is a whole Bunch Bag of onions. Of onions. Yeah. Yes, a lot of onions. Yeah, yes. it is a ton, it is a ton of onions. And if you let one of your onions go to seed, which <laughs> bees love, they're they're all over it when they go to seed. You will have more onions than you know what to do with in the subsequent years. Last year's onions that went to flower and then fell over, and then the seeds started germinating, and then they didn't get enough water, so those seeds died. But the main bulbules or whatever was left is now up and growing again, where there was where the plants started Uh, we have a lot of onions coming up that we didn't purposely plant oh but i did get all of my short day onion starts in the ground last weekend as i told you i would the ones that we purchased together and said yep as as did we ours are in as well okay just want to make sure everybody knows that (laughs) well are you eating anything out of your garden right now do you have anything that you're harvesting I'm finishing up pomegranates, the ones that the every night when I go out to lock up the chickens, I shine my spotlight in the pomegranate tree and I make a funny noise and then the branches start moving and then I can watch the rats run away. But I did get one rat this last week and four gophers. I've had a very good week. Uh, So when harvesting, though, I was speaking more like vegetables or fruits, not rodents. Well, I was going to the pomegranates. (laughs) There's still pomegranates coming and you got to have your road. Well, anyway, um, pomegranates are still have not coming. They're waning, but I still have a few. And I've just started harvesting oranges that are not quite ripe, but they're ripe enough for me. And Got it's it. the ginseng, which has lots of pith. So it's I'm That's getting back like. into my health yes. kick again and starting to eat healthy. 
Yeah, I've got um, got a bunch of Satsumas that are starting to color up, so I'm thinking by the end of the month they should be ready a- to go. Have you tried them? I haven't tried one yet. Try them. They. Mm-hmm. I, I was <laughs> taking care of my friend Ken's house when he was out of town about a month and a half ago, and the Satsumas were just starting to turn some yellow mm-hmm. from and mostly green, and they were tart, but they were totally edible, and they are now very good that to, from that same well, tree they're not totally orange yet but they're they're sweet enough to I'll, eat i'll, I'll, to I'll try that and then what what's the one that we have at work we, the page a page page a, mandarin and those that that, that that those were good they're very that's it's an a, excellent mandarin it's just thin skin it's hard thin, to peel it's hard to peel but not very many seeds maybe two, it's probably two, because two of it's, they usually do have seeds mm. But maybe it's because it's kind of by itself over there. It's very sad. Yeah. And then the, the limes are, the lime production at the nursery is ridiculous. We're going to have to. I have to go. I, I'm going to have to. Business I, I'm going to have to get a, I'm going to have to pick a bunch more and take them home and uh, take, them, take them home and juice them and then put the juice into um, ice cube trays. Yeah. Then, makes sense. Then when you want to make a margarita, you just pull out a ice cube of. Uh, lime juice and throw it in there with the tequila and you're good to go that sounds like the fixings for a good moscow mule <laughs> it could be it could be the uh i was noticing on the lime tree out in the parking lot still on the tree some of those limes have that brown nose to them yeah i i noticed that as well and every year we get customers who come in with their yellow limes or <laughs> yellow lemons that are rotting mm-hmm. um from that brown end and that's when they learn that the bare slimes turn yellow when they ripen and then overripen, and it is not a lemon but a lime. Yeah, that is true. You're listening to Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ. We're going to take a break, and we'll be back with more right after this. your gardening questions answered by calling 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. There is more Garden Talk on the way. Welcome back to Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery. Got a gardening question? Call 888-344-1170. 888-344-1170. Now, here's your hosts, Ken Anderson, David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. And we're back. With more Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ, I'm Ken Anderson along with David Ross and Mark Mahady and George Allman. Uh, we got some news on the Bear Root Roses front. They are going to be in the third, not not this coming, not this coming week, but, but the, the week, week after. after. Yeah, so they are going to, 
they're going to be on their way. And um, we, we did sort of get a confirmation of some David Austin roses. Don't ask me which ones, but we will be getting some David Austin we, roses the second or third week of January. Yeah, getting getting some because we, we some that we ordered some varieties that we ordered what thirty or forty of we're. We're, getting, we're gonna get getting five. five. We're getting five. <laughs> yeah, and you a, will like it and be happy. Yeah. So, um, well, we'll see. We'll see what actually comes in. Um, and bare root fruit trees are due in the second week of January. No, the the bulk of them should come in the week between Christmas and New Year's, and then there's the stragglers of that, which is the multigrafts and the espaliate apples, those come in the second or third week of January. And in the last several years, we have had them out. Can't guarantee, you know, past performance doesn't right. guarantee future results, but we have had them out on the 30th of December. Way to go with that disclaimer. And we do have a lot of the sleeved bare root in stock right now. It's grapes, grapes, and there's some pomegranates, um, figs. lots of figs. Lots of cane berries, blueberries. Cane berries, blueberries, yeah. Lots, there's there's we, a good selection of stuff. We still have some of the of the persimmons, which there are some people who are waiting for the true bare root persimmons, but you have to be so careful with those. Yeah, right. yeah. The, and the one and the ones that we got in in the in the sleeves are they're nice they're, trees. They're, they're nice trees. Which they're reminds nice me, trees. I have one of those sleeves at home. Probably should plant it. <laughs> Might want I, I, I'm torn on getting one. I may be getting one still, of a, another persimmon. Another? Did you get one? Well, we have the one in the ground. I'm thinking of getting another one so that coyotes can I can get a little bit. We can get a little get bit more, more than more coyote yeah. food out there. <laughs> exactly. We're going to go to the phones. And we're going go to go down to Hamul where Tom is waiting. Good morning, Tom. How are you? Morning. I'm doing pretty good. What can we do for you? I got a I got a ficus um, in a pot, and a while back I noticed a bunch of white flies that were flying around it. So I sprayed it with some. Uh, you said for kill would kill white flies. But then I, um, they were gone, and then now I noticed the leaves are all starting to go yellow. And I took a jeweler's loop, and I got a bunch of scale. It looks like I looked it up and said scale mm-hmm. on a ficus plant. And, and it's all covered with it. Is, is it kind of a uh, don't worry about it, or what should I do about yeah, it? Yeah, I would, I, would I would get the um, oil or houseplant. The houseplant granules. The, okay. the granules. Yeah. That's what it's I a systemic. Do. Yeah, right. it's a systemic insecticide. Okay. It's a granular. You put it. You put it on. It's it's based. The dosage is based on the size of the container. You, you sprinkle it onto the soil and water it in, and within about a week or ten days, it gets absorbed up into the tree and it and it kills the insects from the inside out. Okay, because I did have some systemic stuff, and it said don't use on potted plants. It was a liquid. So. Yeah, yeah, no, the liquid. Yeah, the liquid is the the liquid. Is, it's probably the same chemical, but the liquid the liquid dosages are different, and you and you can't use it on container plants. But the house plant granule, the house plant systemic granule, you can. That that that's what I would use. All right, and made by who? Uh, it's bonite, I think. Yes. yes. Yeah. Okay. Bonite. All right. Okay. I check it out. Okay. Thanks. Thanks for the call. Have a great weekend. You too. Bye bye. Take care. Bye. And we're going to go up to Rancho Bernardo where Alice is waiting. Good morning, Alice. How are you? I'm great. How are you? We're doing well. What can we do for you? I have two. I inherited these from my mother. Two really old hydrangeas. They're very big and beautiful. One is blooming wonderfully. The other one right next to it has dark stuff on it. The buds fall off if you touch them, and it's not blooming. 
That's very, very so sad. A, <laughs> oh, don't tell me it's terminal. <laughs> no, I don't think so. Probably not. Probably not. They are okay. Hydrangeas are incredibly tough plants. Um, they should be going dormant yeah, this time of the year. It's getting late and it, it's, cold. Yeah, yeah it's, oh. getting, it's getting kind of late. So the the one that's the one that's looking on the one that doesn't look good. I think I would probably go ahead and cut it back. Um, you, and you can cut them back quite a ways. We tell to you around six okay. to eight inches tall. Okay. And meaning no, absolutely no disrespect. We sure we are sure we're talking about hydrangea, correct? Uh, they have yellow flowers. Is there anything else that sounds like that? Yellow flowers? Yeah, because... It's probably not a hydrangea. When you said buds are falling off, I've never heard of that with a hydrangea. So if it's yellow and sounds like hydrangea, all right, Brain Trust, what are we talking about? You got me. Yeah, I'm not sure now. Yeah, yellow flower. I'm not familiar with a yellow flower hydrangea. You're in Rancho Bernardo. Can you bring us... Right on Lomica. Can you bring a sample down to the nursery? Are you uh, still mobile? Then bring us a sample this weekend or today. Uh, We open up at 9 o'clock. Yellow. To Poway? Yes, yeah. to Walter Anderson Nursery in Poway. Okay. Yeah. I will be there. Okay, great. And, and ask for me, for for David, and I'll I'll take a look at it for you, okay? Wonderful. Very good. Thank you, David. Okay. Thanks. You have okay. a great weekend. See you later. Take care. <laughs> Our hydrangea is constantly pummeled by powdery mildew. Mildew, yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah, the, that's the worst. Yeah. The, that's probably the most common problem with them. What's the yellow flower? I don't know. When she said the buds are falling off, I've never heard of that with a hydrangea. No, typically I've seen not. A, I've seen the the, the flower, flower head. Yeah. The yeah. head would will, fall. Yeah, will, exactly. Right. Will wilt. Um, but yeah, but, yeah. But, but like I said though too, if it if it is if it's a hydrangea, this is the time to go through and start cutting, cutting them back. Cutting back, yeah, it's true. Depending so. on how, how you want it to grow, how big you want it to be. I want to go to Mark's backyard for a moment. Can we go to his? Mandarin tree, sure. or what is it? I believe it to be an Algerian. And aren't they kind of ripening about now? They are. Um, I haven't been back there in a while, but I didn't see you walk out your front door this morning with, with a little bag. bag. No, you're right. Oh, that's where you're going. Okay. Yeah. Well, of course. Where else would I be going? <laughs> yeah. Well, when just you... keep that in mind. I'm not. You no, know, I'm not begging or anything. No, no, I know. And I certainly wouldn't ask for something like that. But just keep it in mind because, you know, I do oh, eat it's citrus in mind. on occasion. It's, it's funny that you say that. Now it's in mind. It'll never <laughs> leave my mind. <laughs> I'm so sorry. It's, no, it's all good. You're right, though. It's, this is it. This is the time. Okay. Are there any upcoming classes today? No classes today at either store. We are dark until January. January 7th. Uh, January 7th. Um, 2023? 2023. Jungle, Crazy. Jungle Bell starts at the zoo at on the 9th, correct. I think, you think you said lightscape is underway at um, this end at the San Diego Botanical Gardens, and tonight is the last night of December nights in Balboa. To go Park. hang out with a hundred thousand people, a hundred thousand of your of your close friends, friends and neighbors. Yes, you've been listening to Garden Talk here on, K- on KCBQ and KPRZ. Have a great weekend, everybody. We'll be back next weekend with another hour. Thanks for joining us on Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery, your source for gardening, landscaping, and horticulture news. Still have a question for the Garden Talk crew? 
or want to learn more about the show, how to become a guest or sponsor, send an email to askanexpert at walteranderson.com. That's askanexpert at walteranderson.com or visit walteranderson.com. There's more professional gardening advice next week at this same time on Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery.